We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, on this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're talking basketball. Oh, I'm not singing again. We've got sports personality Kazim Famiwide, host of the Say Less with Kaz podcast, joining us to discuss the NBA Finals and how when LeBron's career is over, we're going to look back and regret that we didn't respect him more. Kaz also gives his thoughts on how the NBA bubble has worked and whether or not the Knicks will give everything away for Chris Paul. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks, JSB, and today I'm very excited to welcome in a guest who has been on our award-winning show, Call It a Night. Of course, it still exists. It's just dark right now, but... He's never been on Drinks with Binks before, which is just a travesty at this point. And so we're very excited to welcome in Kazim Famuide, who has been uh, also on a show with me at SNY, Rest in Peace, The Thread. But you have been all over the map doing so many things. You are the guy that it's kind of like always got your finger in every different pie and you're hosting your own podcast now say less with kaz and Loki. how have been doing i haven't seen you in, in a long time i know this this whole pandemic i mean you know rp the thread man like yeah. I, this whole pandemic has kept me away from you for a number of months so uh it's been a minute it's been a minute things are good man the podcast you know the, the this entire pandemic has been about like uh making lemons out of lemonade, I guess. So uh, Say Less was kind of something that started out of sheer boredom and hoping I don't go crazy inside my house. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast right here in my office slash uh, bedroom and uh, just call up all my friends and talk to them for about an hour. And we've had people like uh, LeVar Ball on the show. We've had, uh, you know, Boss on the show from Dreamville. We've had, my gosh, uh, Sada Baby, MVP, a bunch of WWE guys, a bunch of NBA guys, a bunch of NFL guys, and just, like, people I feel, I feel that are, like, really, really interesting. And, Julie, I need you on the show as well, too, so please. Oh, I don't uh, know if I'm, to, I'm that as interesting. As soon as this is done, thanks. you know, we need, to, we need to set that up. We'll just, but, we'll just yeah. put this on your pod then, too. Yeah, we'll just double up. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just cut mm-hmm. this and, and bring it on, but um, yeah, it's been it's been all right. I mean, all things considered, you know, you got to kind of roll with 
the punches of life right now, but it's been good. Right. It's been good. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Just trying to figure out what your new norm is right now when it's, you know, they say it's like people that are trying to thrive right now. It's sort of like, we're just trying to stay alive and, and survive. And the idea though, that you're so resourceful, you have so many contacts, you've done so many things within media that it, it just seems like a no brainer. Even if there was no pandemic that you would create a podcast like this, like sort of gearing toward this. Cause I was reading an interview with you from many, many moons ago that was like, I want to be a media mogul and like, I want to be uh, a disruptor and sort of like create my own thing. And that's exactly what you're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always been my, my style, man. Like I've always felt like, uh, you know, I mean, you've, you've been in media for years, right? And everyone's always like, this is your lane, do that, right? And I'm just like, why, why? You know, like it's, there's so many opportunities now, especially with, you know, us kind of being like children of the internet and like knowing how to like maneuver in so many different ways, whether it's on camera, behind camera, producing for other people, producing your own stuff. Um, you, you get a lot of contacts, you network and, you know, say less with Kaz and Low Key is kind of like the culmination of all that, you know, for the past I want to say like 12 years I've been, you know, I've, I've been super deep into music media with, with the source magazine and hip hop wired and uh, you know, my own publication stash. And then I was super big into sports media with bleach report uninterrupted uh, you know, uh, gosh, every, every place you could think of S and Y, you know, and um, I've always felt like this is, it, it, I, it's never felt fake to me, you know, like I'm, I'll be really into wrestling for a number of years and go and write for the WWE. And then I'll be really into like creating like scripted stuff or, you know, non-scripted stuff. But you know, we're, you, you, the people who put caps on what they think they can accomplish usually aren't the folks that, uh, you know, they, they, you know, you could, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be good for a little while, but you never really truly feel satisfied. I like going to bed tired. I like feeling like I earned my sleep that day. You know what I mean? Like, so if it's not podcasting, if it's not producing other shows, if it's not writing other shows, if it's not, you know, creating your own content, you know, and, and it doesn't have to always be, thrown in people's faces. I like for people to, to find out like a year or two down the line and see a credit like, oh, Kaz did that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, did that too, <laughs> you know? So, and that's, I feel like that's the only way you become a media mogul, you know? You got to know everything. You got to know how the sausage is made and you got to like the way it tastes too. So that's always yeah. been my, my kind of goal there. I like that. And I think that that is such a, an important message, especially for younger kids and people coming up through the industry. Like for when we were younger, at least in my opinion, it was, oh, you, you know, you would want to be on ESPN for 20, 30 years. And it's like, oh, you get the job and then you just stay in it. And I think even though people, many people would still want to do that, like that's, that's not the way that you develop with the times. And we're seeing, you know, the gig economy, it's about being able to do many different things. And I always look to Jamel Hill, who has been able to just like proliferate her career in so many different avenues and be uh, a prominent voice in so, so many of those different ways. And so like, if you were to give advice to kids in school right now, like very different from when I was in school and it was like, go get your journalism diploma and go intern and that it's like, what would you say based on what we're seeing in the media world? I would say, uh, Two things. One, there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting that one job and sticking there for 30 years, too, because I know uh, we go through a lot mentally and having that sort of stability is definitely something that people strive for. And I understand that. And there's nothing wrong with that as well. 
what I would say on a personal level is um, don't be afraid to fail and try some stuff like because, you know, you only learn from failure. Like, don't let other people's path deter you from what you want to do, because, you know, I've, I was always one of those kids that, you know, had like a million different electives and none of them had anything to do with anything. And my guidance counselors would be like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, do you want to? I was like, yeah, I want to I want to play basketball and I want to run my own magazine and I want to run my own radio station. I want to <laughs> yeah. be Stuart Scott and I want to be, you know, Stephen A. Smith. I want to do all of that, you know, and um. I would say uh, don't let people distract you or, or deter you from from what you want to do, man. And now we're seeing it with so many people like Jamel Hill's an incredible example. She's somebody who was at the top of the tops at the at the worldwide leader. And she's left there and become even bigger and more influential and, um, you know, unapologetically so as well. You know, like she's she's absolutely an inspiration. And, you know, the, there, there's a certain freedom that comes with being able to, you know, be able to do many different things and not be held captive to, you know, one place because, oh, man, you can't say that or else you'll you'll shake the mm -hmm. table or you can't do that. It's like, well, why not? Like this is 2020. And the people that are giving you that sort of advice are only going from what they know. So exactly. now we're a whole new generation of people that have seen that this can work and you can live a very productive and, and you know, uh, you know, accomplished life and career by just kind of doing what you feel and, and going full force at it and not, you know, um, can we curse here? Are we, are we curse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Not half-assing it. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, just, just, just go at it, man. Like don't. And, and if you fail, like that's totally okay. Like everybody that you look up to, everybody that you watch on TV or, or, you know, have studied over the years, has failed in some way, shape or form. And they've taken that and have learned from it, you know, and don't let that define you. Like that's the only way you truly fail. Like if you fall on your ass and fall on your face and you dwell on falling in your face and falling in your ass for the next 10 or 15 years, that's truly the only way you fail. You got to learn from it and you got to grow from it and become a better person, better career, better worker, better, whatever you want to do after that. So failure is probably the best thing that can happen to you. Definitely. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter where you are in your career. You're likely to fail like i was talking to a kid yesterday like not to be negative i was like once you get your dream job whatever you think that is you might lose it like yeah. or you you might then get another one like that's just sort of how it goes but that's how it goes. Um, I, i've always um, dreamed about working at the wwe for years and then i got fired <laughs> and it yeah. was like well i mean this is great and you know it's okay to get fired like everyone's gotten mm -hmm. fired your favorite people have gotten fired so it is what it is man just don't don't dwell on it Yep. Everyone has definitely gotten fired before. Um, <laughs> I think I actually got fired as being a host at a restaurant once, um, but then they rehired wow. me. Um, <laughs> and I went back because I was thirsty for the money. <laughs> anyway, speaking of being thirsty, we got it. We got a toast here today. We're drinking. What are we drinking here, Kaz? Oh, I got some green tea and a, a splash of something extra just to wake me oh, up this morning. <laughs> what, what, what could that extra be? Uh, just a, a, a tiny splash of Don Julio, just just because. Okay. I'm like, yeah, you know I didn't what? know we were doing that. I would have added that into into my mug, but okay, I will the break. Just a splash. It's early. Okay, it's so early splash. for me. Splash. <laughs> and what are we? What are we toasting to today? Uh, toasting to uh, good friends still linking up despite uh, you know the world kind of going to shit. <laughs> we are still waking the f up. Okay, I love that. All right. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
And uh, for you, right. those of you out there, I am a Harvard alumni. I took a six-week course on Harvard X. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to take your, your wins when you get them. Speaking well, of no. wins, the Lakers are looking to make it another win in the NBA Finals. We got a whole lot more coming up on the other side of this with Drinks With Thinks. I'm Christina Root, and I'm the host of Catalina Star's Young and Famous podcast, where I interview the young and famous Latinx stars that you know and love. I'm nine years old, and I interview stars from your favorite Netflix show, Disney show, and favorite movie. I ask young and famous Latinxers how they made their dreams come true. Listen to Catalina Stars every week to get motivated, inspired, and happy with me. Christina, the youngest Latinx journalist and podcaster. Listen to Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina Aru on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back into Drinks with Thinks. I'm JSB. We've got Kaz Famuide. I can say your name now a year after having you originally on call it a night, but I just cannot. Thanks. You are, you're in the top like one percentile of white people that can pronounce my name. So that is a great well, I was not in that percentile any time. <laughs> I think I'm like I I think I have dyslexia, but just like has not been diagnosed. So like when oh, I saw God. your name in the teleprompter when I wrote it out, I was just like, uh <laughs> like trying to actually say it. Um you so just it say now. It. we're here. Just say it. It's like I know your name. <laughs> Say his name. Yes. And so Kaz, of course, you're super dialed into NBA. And when this show airs, it will be right before game five of the NBA finals. Lakers are up three to one. What gives you the expectation that LeBron walks away with his fourth ring in this game five? Uh, outside of the, the mama jerseys that they're going to wear that they never seem to lose in. Um, I just feel like they're, the, the Lakers are, are, are too big and too strong for the Miami Heat. Um, they were really missing Goran Dragic toward the end of the game. I feel like, uh, after game four, I believe it was, uh, they played Miami Heat basketball, which was kind of slow down ugly grinded out type of game and that's sort of the game that you would think that they would have pulled out but not having a guy like Goran Dragic who was kind of their closer throughout this entire playoffs not closer but a guy who could you know create their own shot mm-hmm. um, was definitely sorely missed and as much as I love Tyler Hero and the snarl and he's got like a, a humongous future ahead of him uh, the, the lights kind of seem a little too bright for him I think he got a lot of uh, I want to say J.R. Smith-esque shots and I think that's why I like him so much I think he has like a J.R. Smith sort of like shot selection and he has like the sort of same cockiness and I'm just like like that guy he's, he's, I mean, yeah. he's 20 years old I really do like him but I mean man with everything that not just LeBron James is playing for, but Anthony Davis, who's been, you know, a, a perennial top five player for at least the past decade. He's one game away from solidifying his legacy. You know what I mean? Like, and LeBron James, we all know that he's been chasing ghosts since he got into the NBA. And he knows that this game is, is way more than just one more game. This takes him another step towards that Mount Rushmore, that unquestioned status as the greatest to ever do it. And we all know that's what he's been after. He's made no bones about it. And um, 
as much as I love the Heat, uh, it's it's hard because like I really do like the way the Miami Heat is like made up. Like this is just such a likable team. Like who doesn't love Jimmy Butler and Big Face Coffee, and who doesn't love Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero and Eric Spolstra, who for some reason like never gets respect as this like incredible yeah. head coach who has led three different teams in the NBA <laughs> Finals. Um, I, I just think it's it's too much LeBron, too much Anthony Davis. Uh, too much of just legacy on the line. And uh, I do think it'll be a tough one. I think the Miami Heat will still be a tough out. I'm not all the way sure that they pull it out game five, but I do believe that uh, eventually, if it's not game five or game six, if we don't get the, the magic pixie dust from the Black Mamba jerseys from the from the Lakers uniform, oh, yeah. I think it's over on Friday, man. I, I, I love those guys. Um, I, I love to see uh, what another J.R. Smith um, championship run uh, or celebration run is going to feel like after this. But, uh, yeah, LeBron, LeBron's been on a mission ever since he got to L.A., man. He's playing for way more than just himself and his team. Um, we all know the sort of uh, enormous – pressure and the enormous amount of uh, uh, weight that he's been carrying on his shoulders ever since he got to the league like 17 years ago. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't think anyone stops him, man. He just has such – I've never seen a player that has so much control over a game. Like, we've seen talented players. We've seen players that, you know, can do it all. But, like, LeBron just always seems like he has – complete control of what's going on like if you watch that first half of the game he had maybe like five or six turnovers or something like that and it was a close game and it was once he he started hitting his shots and you know he started you know playing with a little bit of control and not turning the ball over as much we all kind of knew that eventually you know the lakers were going to pull it out and you know that's how he's always played he's he's gotten smarter in his age he hasn't really slowed down that much in athleticism he might have lost like a half a step if that and he's still probably the most athletic dude on the court um it's just too much brawn man and with playoff series and finals you usually toward you usually kind of have to go with the team with the best players and the greater players and greatness always wins out so i think lebron and ad take it for the lakers in five yeah, it is. It's pretty tough for for Miami to sort of stack up with the injuries, of course, against L.A. But we do have to go to break. One quick question. You know, LeBron gets a lot of flack just from everyone. He has a lot of um, criticism. Do you think that when he's done playing in the league, we will, as a collective society, regret how we've we've looked at him? Um, I would say yeah, because, you know, everybody's kind of gotten that right. Like in, in the weird, like if you go back and, you know, watch, you know, things people said about Michael Jordan when he was playing, things people said about Kobe Bryant when he was playing, you know, like it wasn't always the most positive thing. And now, like, you got to think about it. Like LeBron is the epicenter. He's like the he's he's the outbreak monkey of sports take shows you know what i mean like yeah. everything about him like he <laughs> he has been the 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 you know the, the the test dummy for so many things he's literally given people careers because all they do is talk about him you know so i mean i feel like once uh for that part no but as far as like just looking at greatness and just once you step back and just see everything he's accomplished and then, then one day knowing that He's not going to be there anymore. Of course, everyone's going to look back and be like, how did we even like say anything negative about this guy? He's 
without a doubt, one of the most important athletes of all time. Not even just on the court. I mean, like off the court, like look at what everything he's done, how he's yes. used his voice. Like, you know, he's he's Muhammad Ali and Magic Johnson. Like it's 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 you can't really you can't stack up legacies when it comes to him. man. it's been incredible, incredible to see. And, you know, I'm I'm. I'm glad to be able to tell like my future kids, like, hey, I got to watch that guy play. He was really, really awesome. I know it will be very cool when the documentaries and movies of LeBron James come out and we'll be mm. like, we saw that game or maybe we were there or maybe we weren't because it was a global pandemic. We got to <laughs> talk about the NBA bubble because that is also another interesting facet of trying to win a championship with no fans and being there still after this many months. We've got a whole lot more after the break with Kazim Famuide here on Drinks with Thanks. Don't go anywhere. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome back to Drinks with Banks. We've got Kazim Famuide, host of Say Less with Kaz and Loki podcast. The NBA bubble coming to a close. I'm sure uh, very many people happy about that that are currently in the bubble. It's a success because there has not been an outbreak. What do you think other than that would be the biggest takeaway from this experience? I'd say the biggest takeaway is that like maybe some people in the NBA need to be running for office because <laughs> the fact that like we they they figured this out pretty early. They listened to scientists. They listened to people much smarter than all of us and said, "Hey, if you don't do this, there will be outbreaks." And we're seeing this in other leagues where now you know you got the the league the, with the Tennessee Titans having the outbreaks. You got Cam Newton and Stephen Gilmore, literally the two most important players on the New England Patriots. Uh, coming now with coronavirus, that these are things that are significantly impacting the game. And, you know, I think now we're at the point where, I mean, you know, God forbid uh, nothing uh, serious happens with their health. Now we're starting to see, well, will this bubble work if, uh, you know, somebody important goes down with the virus? Because now this is directly affecting, you know, mm-hmm. team records and, and how we look at uh, team success if we're playing the game. So why are we playing these games anyway? With the NBA, we didn't have that at all. I mean, like, there was a few hiccups when they first started. But, you know, ever since then, it's really felt like smooth sailing. And uh, I think the biggest uh, question mark going into the bubble is, well, will this championship be legitimate? Because, you know, there's there's no traveling. There's no fans. Uh, there's this whole pandemic. What if somebody important goes down, like, right before a playoff game or a finals game? There's been none of that. So um, I think that the, the, the safety of the bubble, uh, big shout out to Adam Silver, Chris Paul, the NBPA, the WNBA, you know, everybody. They've been so uh, instrumental into making this a success and legitimizing uh, an actual NBA championship and WNBA championship with both of their bubble situations. Because, um, you know, it's, 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 it's retained the integrity of the sport, you know, like right now. 
we're kind of looking at the NFL and, and other sports leagues like, well, you know, what, what, what are they really doing? You know, like it, it, it's, it's, it's been, they've, they've put themselves in such a, a weird situation. I understand it's two different sports. There's more people to account for and all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, the bubble has been a, an incredible success and we know that it works now. There, it, it, uh, God forbid this thing gets any worse or we don't see any yeah. true vaccine. We know that this could be something that can be used in the future. So, uh, big up, big ups to everybody in the NBA for making that happen, man. Right, and we don't have a lot of time. But speaking of that future, now we have to look ahead to like the next season. At this point, if no bubble doesn't work and a bubble works, would do you think that they could potentially do a bubble for a season? Um, see, that's that's where it gets tricky, right? So we've seen that it works in one like localized location. So I'm thinking, and, and granted, Adam Silver did say. In a recent interview, I think with um on a on a Stewie's World podcast with Brianna Stewart, I think she said something like, you know, our plan is to have fans in the stands next season by you know top of twenty twenty one, um and that's great and all, but now you know we can probably put in like regional bubbles or we can have like a Pacific Northwest bubble, a Northeast mm-hmm. bubble, a, a a Southwest bubble, you know what I'm saying? And then you yeah. know certain weeks we can have them mismatch or whatever. So we we've seen Start that it slowly in. Introducing yeah. different variables, and then if right. that doesn't work, then go back. Right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Okay. So I mean, you know, it, it, we, we've seen that it works, and we hope that you know uh, at the top of the list, player safety is not compromised, and and we've seen that happen. So um, that's yeah. not so. These aren't just you know crash dummies and and toys that you can play with. These are actual human beings. Yes. So yeah. Like, we're well, taking luckily they've. Yeah, they've done a good job with those crash test dummies. Um, Also a great band. Okay, we got to go to break, but we've got more of Kaz on the other side. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, (laughs) but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Hey, America. This is Chris Hahn, the host of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Look, it's all about November, and we've got to convince about 1% or 2% of Americans that the guy in the White House is a maniac. Shouldn't be too hard to do. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast with Chris Hahn. We need to take back America, or America won't exist. Download the Aggressive Progressive Podcast on iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. Hey guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking with Kazim Famuide. And I had so many more questions, including what Drake is really like, especially before he was super, super famous. But <laughs> I want to know about you because you are super, super famous and on the road to being even more so. Where can we find you next? 
Oh, Julie, you're so sweet. You can uh, <laughs> check me out on Sailors with Kaz and Loki every Monday and Thursday on YouTube.com slash Kazim or wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kazim, K-A-Z-E-E-M. And uh, follow my many, many projects that are coming out as the days go on. But if you want to see them, just follow me on social media and you will see them. So, And you always you so keep much. it 100. And I have one quick yes or no answer question. Do the Knicks go for Chris Paul, yes or no? Oh, God. It's the Knicks, so of course. Yes, they will definitely, yes, yes, they will they definitely trade all of their draft picks <laughs> that they've been building up for the past year. Just to go for awesome. <laughs> Whether or not that's the, the right move, we will have to see. Knicks are always going to Nick, and it usually is a dumpster fire. But on that note, this is not a dumpster fire. But they're fire. my this dumpster fire. Drinks <laughs> with Binks. Yes, and if it's your dumpster fire, then keep on brewing, baby. Put that fire in that flame and that's what we're gonna do here uh you can follow us on all different social media channels as well and until next time bottoms up bitches whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.